Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Yo Olegazo and today I'm joined by my brother John Webb, who, as you know, led the pod last week. Um, hope you guys listened to that one. I <laughs> thought it was one of our best pods. Um, but yeah, go back, listen to it, it was really good. Um, but uh, today's episode is, is jam-packed with uh, tons of topics. Uh, we'll talk about Ty Lue's comments. Uh, um, LeBron criticizing the league for the condensed season, uh, and then uh, perhaps maybe get into uh, some other things like off-season rumors, but we'll see if we have some time. Um, as you know, uh, Clippers uh, beat the Jazz um, and are now set to play the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, we normally wouldn't bring this up on the pod, uh, but... Clippers coach Ty Lue somehow um, found a way to bring up the Lakers in his post-game interview after the series win. Um, he said, quote, team has been starving for success. Fan base doing the same thing. Uh, I know the Lakers are out and there there's a lot of Lakers fans here. But once the Lakers are gone, if we are not playing the Lakers, you should be cheering for the Clippers, it's all one city. End quote. So, so John Webb, what what was your initial reaction and and thoughts on on his 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 comment here? Listen, you know, Ty Lue played for the Lakers, so it boggles my mind how wrong this mentality is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not just one city. I mean, I don't know what he's talking about here. It's it's like the Giants. And the Jets, the, you know, the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. There's no comparison between the Lakers and the Clippers. One is steeped in lore and legend, and the other is an afterthought, really. Uh, it'll never be their city or one city or whatever he said. You know, when people think Los Angeles, they never think Clippers. I'm sorry, even if they win the next 17 years, it'll never be that. Albeit impressive. But it'll never be that. And look, they're not going to win 17 consecutive. And, and they might not even win here um, and, and make it pass through the, the Western Conference Finals. But you, you did bring up a great point. Ty Lue, former Laker, played with Shaq and Kobe. He knows better. He knows better. He than, does. He than, knows better. He knows than, better. He, he knows better than to say something like that. Um, I mean, you just came off a series win. Everyone you know, 
everyone that night was talking about the Clippers. So why did you mention the Lakers? And, and uh, you know, I just don't get it. And like you, um, I totally, I absolutely disagree with what he said. I'm not cheering for the Clippers. I, I will never root. No. <laughs> I, will, I will never root for the Clippers. There's two teams I will never root for. That's the Clippers and the Celtics. So, Absolutely. So, so even though, you know, look, look, the Lakers fell to the Suns, right? And, and we saw Jay Crowder out there doing his little LeBron salsa dancing thing in an effort to insult LeBron, right? Um, mm. I'm probably going to root for the Suns. Yeah, I mean, look, for the first time in, in 50 years, right, the Clippers advanced to a conference final, right? And it's against the Suns. Congratulations, congratulations, right? But but no, just no. I'm I'm going to go with Kobe here, and ironically Jerry West. I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago it was revealed that Kobe was going to sign with the Clippers. Right. And the, yeah, and and the individuals who convinced him not to were Jerry Buss and Jerry West. You know, <laughs> Jerry West, who now works with the Clippers, said, "Kobe, you can't play with the Clippers. You can't play for that owner." The owner at the time was obviously, you know, Donald Sterling, and he was later banned from the NBA uh, for racist comments. And that's why we now have uh, Steve Ballmer as, as the Clippers owner. Obviously, this happened again in 2007 when Kobe was again, you know, a free agent. And the answer was still no way he wasn't going to sign with the Clippers. So same same mood here. And I think you're right. I'm, I'm going to go with the with the Suns. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's 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 an, the obvious choice. Um, and, and, and it's funny, the funny thing that I keep seeing around, uh, Twitter, Facebook, right on our, on our Facebook page. Um, and, uh, you know, I just see Clippers fans saying that, uh, LA is a Clipper town now. <laughs> I, I, I don't get that, uh, that comment. I mean, how many championship banners do you have up yet? Is there even space to hang one for the Clippers? In Staples Center? I don't know. I don't know. They're they're moving out pretty soon. Um, so and and look, look, you you can't be look, congrats on your series win. Congrats on making it to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in fifty years. Congrats. But you will never run LA. <laughs> it's just a, it's a ridiculous thing. Uh, I know some some uh Clippers fans and NBA fans are trolling, right? But but nah, that's it's never gonna happen. Um, See, I'm I'm even I'm speechless too. Like I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, let's uh, go ahead and talk about uh, what LeBron said, um, basically condemning the NBA, uh, in my opinion, on the decision to have uh, such a condensed season. Um, but yeah, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Why do just four companies control 80% of the U.S. meat industry? Because big food crushes the little guy. You can help change that with moinkbox.com. Why are 97% of chickens served in the U.S. dipped in chlorine? Simple, because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. That's why you need moinkbox.com. The best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken and the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from the grocery store. You'll only find it on the family farm. 
and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. And that's why you need moinkbox.com. So join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash believe right now. And listeners to this show get free bacon for a year. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but only for a limited time. That's M-O-I-N-K box.com slash believe. That's moinkbox.com slash believe. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with my brother, John Webb. Uh, so John, LeBron James took to Twitter this week, uh, basically condemning the NBA and the NBPA's decision to have a sh- such a short offseason uh, with such a condensed season uh, this year. He went off and expressed his thoughts after reports surfaced that Kawhi had a possible uh, ACL injury. And here's what he said. Uh, they all didn't want they all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I knew exactly what would happen. I only wanted to protect the well-being of our players, which ultimately is the product and benefit of our game. These injuries isn't part of isn't just part of the game, it's the lack of pure rim rest. Rest before starting back up. 8 possibly 9 all-stars has missed playoffs games most in league history. This is the best time of the year for our league and fans, but missing a ton of our favorite players, it's insane. It's If there's one person that know about the body and how it works all year round, it's me. I speak for the health of all our players, and I hate to see this many injuries this time of year. Sorry, fans. Wish you guys were seeing all your favorite guys right now. And I know all about the business side too, factors. Uh, so don't even try me. I get it. Uh, so that was his, his, uh, you know, reaction. And then later that day, we get a response from the league and, uh, Mark, uh, Stein, um, sent this out, uh, from NBA spokesman, uh, Mike Bass. Um, he says, quote, injury rates were virtually the same this season as they were during the 2019, 20 season while starter level and all-star players missed games due to injury at similar rates at the last three seasons. While injuries are an unfortunate reality of our game, we recognize the enormous sacrifices sacrifices NBA players and teams have made to play through this pandemic. Now, with all that said, I do want to bring this attention to this data uh, that was set. I uh, that was uh, you know produced by by a, a study made by I believe someone uh, by the name of Baxter. I'm butchering this. I, obviously, I don't. I didn't put the source down, so I don't know. But uh, it's from ESPN, and um, oh, Kevin Pelton. Sorry. And so here here it is. Is what uh, what it says, in fact, that data suggests that there was an increase of injuries during this condensed season. It says, quote, the average number of players sidelined per game due to injury, non-COVID-19 illness, or rest this season was 5.1, uh, includes both teams. Um, the highest rate, the highest since uh, uh, 
Kevin Pelton had started tracking it in 2009 and 2010. Uh, that does not include games missed by players in the health and safety protocols. The next highest season was 4.8. So 2020-21 was 5% higher. The increase was even more pronounced when focusing on the league's stars. Uh, this season's All-Stars missed 370 of a possible uh, 1,944 games, which is 19%, the highest percentage in a season in NBA history, according to Elias Sports Bureau Research. They missed an average of 13.7 regular season games each this this year. So, John Webb, the, um, you know, uh, all of that together, what did you think about this topic? You know, LeBron's comments, the response from the league, uh, and what the, the actual stats say here. I mean, it makes sense when you think about the number of games, the condensed season, the almost non-existent offseason, and just all the different factors. Obviously, as Lakers fans, we attribute our early playoff exit to injury, and rightfully so. But at the same time, um, you know, I can definitely see how teams, players, and fans are frustrated with all the injuries. And combine that with health and safety product protocols, and it's just terrible, you know, all around uh you know obviously lebron james is frustrated um the league is probably frustrated with lebron james response and that's why they put together kind of that poorly narrated response right and then, <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know research groups everywhere pretty much proved them wrong with the numbers and how i don't even know how they could say that it's that all these all-stars haven't been missing games and the fans right can clearly see that all these players all these important players that we love watching are not part of the game right now yeah i mean the fact of the matter is is that uh when we talk about um you know I, we can talk about other teams but i want to focus on the lakers right the lakers had 61 days 61 days between the time they won game six of the 2020 NBA Finals on October 11th, 2020, and the start of the 2021 or 2020-21 NBA preseason on December 11, that that same year, 61 days. It was the shortest NBA offseason ever. And then you couple that with a 72-game season being played out in half the amount of months it regularly takes to to have an 82-game season, right? Uh, and then you get you get you basically get a year that the Lakers had. I mean, we 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 saw it firsthand with the with the Lakers. What what happened to them? We also saw the Heat go down with all their injuries as well throughout the season, um, and just the fatigue. Right, the Celtics, Denver got swept. Um, I mean, just it's just uh, you, if you think about the postseason, right? Last year's postseason, each game you play. Um, you advance and you get further along, the more physical it gets, the more your body gets banged up and basketball gets more, more physical and gritty and intense, right? Um, and you exert so much energy into that and as well as coping with, with the stress it takes to, to remain mentally and, and emotionally locked in throughout the playoffs. So, I mean, 61 days is just too, ridiculously too short to start the season right off the bat from that and then have such a condensed season in such an uh, in half the amount uh, and half amount of, of the time I, I just think that's just asking too much yeah i mean the the human body 
is only so resilient. And, you know, especially with, with guys like LeBron James or Kyle Lowry or, or, you know, all these guys that have so many miles, uh, so many games under their repertoire, um, you need longer. You need more than that. And, you know, and what we'll see what the NBA is going to do uh, moving forward. Yeah, for sure. I mean, after this whole dialogue going on between LeBron and the NBA, I mean, basically through Twitter, right? We found out uh, today, actually, that uh, the Lakers decided to make some changes in their health staff. Uh, Dave McMinniman broke the story um, that uh, the Lakers are now in the market to hire a new head athletic trainer um, after injuries, quote, after injuries ravaged their 2020-21 season. Nina Shea promoted to uh, head trainer two years ago, right? That was that's that's her. That she she will be, uh, she won't be renewing the contract and be be dismissed basically. Now that like now there's I I don't think there's any evidence that LeBron's comments led specifically and and directly led to the news that broke this that today this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But it, it kind of leaves you wondering, right? If his comments had anything to do with 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 those health staffs i don't i don't know what what do you think uh what, what are your thoughts here i mean i i don't think his comments led to this this right. was another change yeah this was just another change that we could foresee you know writing on the wall it was something that was that was questioned with prolonged and sustained injuries uh to lebron james and anthony davis uh, but do i think this season is a reflection of nina shea's capability to tend to players absolutely not Listen, as resilient as the human body is, the the constant wear and tear of an NBA season is going to be there, like you mentioned. She's a very familiar p- face in the Lakers organization. Uh-huh. Uh, spent yeah, spent seven seasons with our G League affiliate, the South Bay Lakers, four seasons with the Lakers. Um, first female head athletic trainer on a championship team. Right. You know, obviously, we know Gary Vitti, who who tended to Kobe so many times before, right? 30, 30 years with the Lakers. Then we have Marco Nunez. Then now Shea. What, what people don't understand and should in the context of all this is that the star players on the teams, especially the Lakers, usually have their own trainers. They work with the head athletic trainer. Um, you know, Judy Seto, for example, right, was Kobe's longtime trainer. Um now uh on this lakers team we got mike mancies who who trains with lebron mm-hmm. and then we have um uh john and what's his like oh ishop john ishop uh that works with anthony davis uh so with all the injuries the lakers have had there's going to be changes something is brewing here right next i expect there to be more changes moving forward especially with just the sheer amount of injuries this year Right, right, and I think there will be more changes. I think that's. Um, uh, I think the Lakers are, are are in a process of of quote. This is from David McMiniman, restructuring its approach to player health. End quote. So I mean, right. I think we will expect more changes uh, for the team. Um, I just. Uh, I think you know when you couple that with the LeBron Twitter feud with the NBA and and this news this week. I thought it was probably bad PR strategy from the Lakers right, standpoint right. to do it this week. 
um, because then you, you you start pointing fingers and things like that. And I, I don't know if Nina deserved that. I think she was she was great. I mean, she was in the bubble. Uh, and we saw, you know, we, we saw her in, in JaVale McGee's videos, YouTube channel, um, being there and he, she was so cool. She was so chill and she, uh, uh was, was there. It, it seemed like she was always there to help JaVale mm -hmm. and the guys, uh, get back into, to, you know, get enough form to, to push through the playoffs. Um, so I just thought maybe maybe it was this is bad PR from from the Lakers front office here to do it she, this week. She's she's a scapegoat. I'm gonna right. say it. She's you know she's a scapegoat uh, for this. And and listen, the whole thing about restructuring the Lakers' health uh, protocols or, or processes that just means load management, mm. right? If if the NBA is going to continue to condense seasons to con or to condense uh, all these games into the season. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But if the if the NBA is going to um, make money over players' health, mm. right, then the Lakers are going to turn to a more uh, load management style uh, processy moving forward. That makes sense. And, I mean, that makes sense. And, mm -hmm. And it just makes sense because the Lakers invest so much of their own money, you know, the bus family, the, the ownership group there to invest in these players. They're not going to let injuries affect that. And the NBA is going to have to, you know, going to have to change with that. Going to have to adapt. Right. Right. I agree. Well, um, uh, that was a good discussion. Uh, let's go ahead and take our last break here. And when we come back, um, we'll talk about um, some off-season rumors that are going on right now. So guys, stay tuned and we'll talk to you in a minute. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with my brother, John Webb. Uh, okay, guys, so <laughs> we're probably gonna be doing this a lot. We have a, because we have a long off season ahead of us, right? Unfortunately. And so for the whole summer long, uh, we're gonna try to break down all of these reports and rumors uh, as they come in. Uh, so we're, today we're, we're only gonna mention those that uh, uh, have come from like Twitter verified, right? From, from, or from players themselves. Um, and you know, we're just going to 
leave it up to you guys to decide if you believe them or not. But uh, on this pod, we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. A- a- and talk about them. So here we go. Like, uh, you know, from the latest to, to um, the earliest this week. So NBA insider Mark J. Spears, I think this was on, on live TV, says that uh, Kyle, Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma looks like he's on his way out and suggests trading for Kemba Walker. Walker, of course, was traded earlier this week to the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. It was mm-hmm. also reported that Kyle Kuzma, same day, removed at uh, Lakers from his Instagram profile and instead put NBA champion on his description. Um, and then there was also a separate report earlier this week um, by uh, Evan Massey that uh, OKC is interested in trading for Kuzma. So, you know, we can connect the dots there. Um, another report here is about uh, uh, from from Eric Corrine. And it says that there could be a, a quote, a deal to work out if Kyle Lowry and the Lakers are deeply interested, end quote. Um, another report is about CJ McCollum, that he is almost certainly at the top of the Lakers wish list. And that's for per uh, Sam Quinn. And then from the player himself, <laughs> uh, Andre Drummond um, was responding very active on Instagram uh, this week and responded to a fan's idea of re-signing with the Lakers on a veteran minimum deal. And his response was you drunk. (laughs) (laughs) So, so John, like, let let me, let me get your thoughts on on these rumors. Um, We can talk Mm -hmm. about them individually, generally, uh, however you like. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Right. But, um, Listen, from from what I gather, right? Well, we'll start with the first one. From what I gather, Kuzma uh, isn't garnering a lot of uh, trade value at this current moment. Right. Um, Kemba Walker is 31 years old, but he only played in 43 games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but in those 43 games, right, he averaged 19 points, five assists, uh, hitting 36% from deep. I don't think this is the right play, but if the price is right, and it's not right now with Kyle... With with Kemba making close to thirty six million right. next next year, I don't I don't think it's the right no. play. Um, what I do think is the right play is is the second rumor you talked about is Kyle Lowry and the Lakers are deeply interested. Mm. Um, you know Kyle Lowry is is going to be a little bit older, and we talked about this during the season, but he's going to be thirty six years old. Um, but he's not LeBron James, right? But right. I don't know if we can even say that about LeBron right now because he's been hobbling all year. Eighty-five um, percent in playoffs. That's what he said. Yeah, right. Um, so we've had this conversation before, but he is a free agent this offseason. Yep. Um, you know, Lowry averaged eighteen points, seven assists, forty um, percent from deep. This is where I see us optimizing our roster. He's the playmaker and veteran playoff leadership we need when LeBron is out. But again, it has to be the right price. And you're gonna, that's the constant thread, right? It has to be the right price because the Lakers are not going to have a lot to work with. Right, right. Uh, look, look, if, if Kyle Lowry, and I wanna go back to the Kuzma Kemba thing, but I wanna talk about Kyle Lowry since you're talking about it now. Um, if, he, if he wants a big deal, right? 
then mm. I don't think the money adds up unless no, we it do, doesn't unless we do like a, a a sign in trade kind of thing where we sign Schroeder up and mm-hmm. someone else up and then we trade multiple players and maybe a draft pick or so to get uh, Kyle Lowry. Lowry, of course, would have to sign with with Toronto and then we can swap like swap swap like that to get Lowry here. But if Lowry's willing to take a pay cut. Right, then maybe we can fit him in. Um, maybe get him in the, um, um, you know, just 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 under nine million or something like that. We'll we'll see. Um, going back to the Kemba and, and Kuzma thing, I same same deal, right? With him, he's making thirty five million per year, right? Thirty six. Um, Kuzma's still making three million, so you have to basically have to package up Kuzma with other players. Maybe do a sign in trade, like I said, like with Schroeder, other guys. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and like you said, I have doubt uh, if if we would even want Kemba, right, um, on the team. Um, I don't know if he, if he makes us that much better, right, right now than, yeah. than Schroeder does, yeah. right? Um, uh, I did want to bring up this, this, uh, this idea, right, with, with OKC, since they want Kuzma. How, uh, and and this was this uh, this idea was brought up by one of our uh, Instagram followers Matt underscore Benigno. Um, he says, "How about this? If we trade Kuzma to OKC for picks, can we include those picks along with a few players to get Dame to LA or some some other star?" Right? I mean, intriguing. It's, it's intriguing. <laughs> it's intriguing. Yes. <laughs> But the Portland Trailblazers are not gonna ship away Dame Lillard or and CJ. It, it brings or or CJ, and that you know you talked about that rumor, right? right. Um, you know, CJ should be on the top of our list, like uh, Rob Polanco was saying. But is CJ even available? <laughs> I mean, this I don't this think will so. be good. <laughs> yeah, this this will be good. But we need to get him at the right price. Right. Our our tagline right is defense. Mm-hmm. That's what we built this team around defense, but our weakness was made apparent <laughs> this this off season or this playoff run, right? And and that's offense, right? Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. And CJ brings that at over twenty points a game and forty percent mm. from three. Just imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get max money right now, um, so that could work for us. It, that's an intriguing prospect, um, but if they're gonna ship, you know, CJ or Dame away, you got to keep someone happy. Uh, Dame's not gonna want his best friend shipped away. No, no. And the Trailblazers doing that will just make Dame lose trust in the, that organization. And Portland has not given up on on Dame time. It, they just haven't. So I don't think that's a deal that's going to work. But yeah, all these rumors, all these all these trades or whatever we're, we're talking about is going to require some sort of trade package. Right. It's going to require, um, you know, maybe KCP, Schroeder, if Montres Harrell, you know, opts into his player option, uh, maybe a sign and trade with, with Kuzma, with, sorry, not Kuzma, but with Schroeder, um, maybe a sign and trade with AC, with, THT, um, it might work because Portland does need defense. 
does need defense. It does. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. So maybe if they're really desperate for a 3 and D type guy, then maybe this trade will work. But I don't. <laughs> I just don't see them letting go of Dame or CJ. Yeah, no, I, I don't either. I don't see that happening. Unless, I mean, the only the only way that I see that happening is if um, either of them, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the only thing I, the only way I see that happening is if either of them uh, request to be traded and specifically to the Lakers or something like that, like Anthony Davis did. Um, that's the only way. And then we'll have to make things work. We'll have to package deals and so forth uh, to get that to, to happen. Um, be interesting. These are these are all interesting rumors that are floating around um, NBA Twitter, and um, we'll see. I guess we'll we'll see what happens, right? Um, what we are, what I'm doing right now is, uh, and this is my my opportunity to put a plug in. Um, if you guys head on over to um, Yoa Lagazo, so that's I O U A Lagazo L A G A Z O um, dot medium.com you can check out uh my recent uh, blog article i don't know what you, you call it and i'm basically just just tracking all of these rumors uh day by day and jotting them down uh the latest rumor at the top of the of the page so you guys follow us there and um and we'll be we'll just be following what what happens uh, all throughout the summer but uh yeah john Webb, i think that does it for today right um guys you can get, you can cut you can catch us at, on apple podcast spotify and many other listening platforms uh do us a favor and head on over to apple podcast subscribe and give us a five star review we'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews uh, it'll help us continue to produce this show you can also follow us on twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on instagram at hashtag lakers guys with that said have a great day, root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out, butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Hey guys. Let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.